Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> yep. Welcome to your Friday. <laughs> I'm exhausted. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and babies making noises in the background. <laughs> and margaritas again, finally. Yay! Not for me. I'm having coffee no. at six o'clock at night. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell asleep. <laughs> I've had a giant jello shot, and I'm about halfway through this margarita. And I'm. Oh, probably- you had a jello shot? Look at you, party animal. Yeah, I made some jello shots the other day that were really easy and like set really quickly and they were really good. So I love jello shots. I'm not going to lie. Me too. <laughs> I don't like them the next day, but they are delicious <laughs> and an excellent way to get shammered. Well, I I only had one, but I mean it was in a like pretty decent sized container. you said a giant one goodness gracious it Um, sounds delicious it it was black cherry coke with um uh malibu rum wow Mm -hmm. we fancy yes all right what you got all right so i had this uh, well i thought i had it pulled up right here okay (laughs) so so we have an interesting story coming out of maine and we're just kind of everywhere in this sweet what do you mean it's exclusively for subscribers you let me look at it the other day oh no okay well fun fact um (laughs) Maine may allow Viking-style funeral pyres. What? Yeah. Um, That's kind of awesome. Right. I um, might be moving to Maine. <laughs> there, there is one other state that does it. Okay. Um, and I think that's Colorado. But I don't know. That was wow. In the other that's so cool. Yeah, that was in the other article. That's suddenly for subscribers only. <laughs> um, that Neat. was bullshit. Okay. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> this is from NewCenterMaine.com. Now, um, a nonprofit called Good Ground Great Beyond hopes to have an outdoor funeral pyres on a 63-acre forested parcel in Dresden. Oh, it's forested, huh? Uh Uh-huh. That doesn't sound safe. (laughs) Well, I mean... Okay, I'm sure they know what they're doing. (laughs) Yes, they know what they're doing. It's fine. It sounds Um, badass. Yeah. This This was written by Gabrielle Menino, and it was published on March 24th. Um, okay. The Maine legislature is considering a proposal to create a new option for sending off the dead, a flaming funeral pyre. The Sun Journal reports that anyone who has watched... <laughs> I would love to know how this came up. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there... We've talked about this before on the podcast. There are, like, a lot of people that are seeking alternatives to burial. Oh, for sure. Um, because... That's 
I mean, when you think about it... It's unsustainable. Yeah. It's, it's totally unsustainable. It's yeah. super unsustainable. And you're just putting bodies in these, like, concrete caskets six feet under. And Yeah. And eventually we're going to run out of space. That's what yeah. happens in Europe. It's it's real bad. Like, actually, in Europe... Mm-hmm. I know in France you can rent a burial plot... Really? For, like, a certain amount of time. They will bury you there for a certain amount of time, and then they chuck your, your dead ass in the catacombs. Oh, <laughs> oh yikes. with everybody else yeah they don't have the space man <laughs> no nobody gets to be upset there's no space yeah <laughs> france I, is like what the size of texas like yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> and, and way older yeah i would much rather be a tree than be in a concrete. oh yeah i want to do the tree pod thing yeah but i will tell you this if that's too expensive i will 100 percent take a viking funeral that's badass same Um, (laughs) uh, okay the sun journal reports that anyone who has watched game of thrones or the phantom menace oh god (laughs) (laughs) or the phantom menace what (laughs) not the only star wars movie where they burn somebody by the way (laughs) (laughs) has seen a fictional funeral pyre with bodies cremated outdoors on a flaming bed of timber. It's currently legal in only two U.S. locations, both in Colorado. Um, Interesting. Everything's... Is that like a county decision? A city decision? I, I think it's a county decision. That's what hmm. it sounds like. Um, there's been like a lot of misconceptions of how it would be unsanitary, but I know that there have been a lot of reports done that are like, no, it's actually more sanitary to do it's, it this way. Yeah. And there's no... It's fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most sanitary way to dispose of a body, actually. Yeah. You're killing the bacteria. Yeah. As opposed to letting it ooze into the ground. That's how you get cholera, actually, if it's done incorrectly and it gets into the water supply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... A bill before the legislature's Health and Human Services Committee... God, people are dumb. Yeah. Sorry, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Proposed by Senator Eloise Vitelli um, would allow a nonprofit that possesses at least 20 acres to carry out open-air cremations and to scatter the ashes on the property. Um... So a spokesperson. That's so cool. Yeah. Or so the website says the intention for the land is to become a contemplative community sanctuary, scattering garden and space for open air cremation. Oh, that's awesome! I love it. Yeah, me too. Um, our mission is to. So it's like an amphitheater thing, and then you like everybody sits and is all solemn, like in Star Wars, and watches the body burn, and then you can scatter the ashes. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Our mission is to gather minds and hearts together in ongoing and active support of making open-air cremation an option available to the community. Um, I love it. Yeah, uh, the Sun Journal reports that Maine leads the nation in the percentage of people who choose cremation over burial, with about three-quarters of Mainers opting for cremation as a less expensive alternative to burial. Seriously, Mm -hmm. it's way less expensive... Like there's it's no, so much better for the environment yeah. too. There's especially, no point. Go ahead. No, you you keep going. Uh, there's really no point in burying a body. We're so weird about death here. 
And I, I know, think, right? I think it's, I think it's very much a Christian thing. Like people are very worried that if they get rid of their body, if they dispose of their body, then Christ is not going to raise them when he comes back. But I, <clears throat> and that, that's been a thing that has been preached know, in my for a family. Long time. Yeah, yeah. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely an influence. Um, it's also very silly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, especially with all the chemicals they pump you full of and all that crap, like it's so bad. Yeah. It's just not, it's not worth it. I, I don't understand the open casket thing. Yeah. I think it's weird. We've got to all sit and stare at this dead body that's covered in makeup and filled with chemicals. Like it's just, it's, it's odd. Like just s- stick them in the urn. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's so expensive. It's so expensive to do it that way. It is. And honestly, like, death is a booming business. Like, Oh, yeah. And it should, you should not be able to profit off of that. I'm sorry. Someone is not in that Not in that way. I mean, like, we have to pay people to to dispose of our dead, but not... Not, it shouldn't cost as much of, as a wedding. No. <laughs> um, okay. So we know how I am about science, right? Yes. Okay, well, I have a kind of science article. I'm going to try to pare it down to, like, okay. bones. Um. God, I'm like... This is really gross, but, like, this margarita is, like, making me, like, overproduce saliva. (laughs) (laughs) So you're drooling? And, and like, yeah. I'm having, I'm having issues uh, trying to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) So this was written by Erin Brockovich for The Guardian. Um, Oh, okay. Oh, she's very wordy. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm going to pare it down. Um, so forgive me if there are any, like, pauses, but a lot of it was pretty interesting. I won't. I won't forgive you. Oh, well, you better. I'm gonna be real mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this was published, uh, March 18th, 2021. Um, plummeting sperm counts, shrinking penises, toxic chemicals threaten humanity. This is something that we should be very upset about. And suddenly... We should! <laughs> suddenly... We can't have the penises shrinking. No, we cannot. I, I mean, <laughs> sperm counts, whatever. Penises shrinking, we have a problem. <laughs> That's a big problem. <laughs> a yes, I mean problem. the pun. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Sometimes no, you size need, matters. Yeah, sometimes you need the real <laughs> thing, and we can't be, like, shrinking the real thing. Like... No, no. Don't do oh, that Oh, God, what chemical is making people's <laughs> penises shrink? Well, apparently it's in the deer meat in a certain part of the United States, so we'll figure oh, that God! out in a second. Yeah. You tell um, me where that is right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the end of humankind 
It may be coming sooner than we think, thanks to hormone-disrupting chemicals that are declining fertility at an alarming rate around the globe. A new book called Countdown by Shanna Swan, an environmental and reproductive epidemiologist at Aiken School of Medicine at Mount Sinai in New York. Good God, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Finds that sperm counts have dropped almost 60% since 1973. Following the trajectory we are on, Swan's research su suggests sperm counts could reach zero by 2045. Wow. Mm -hmm. Zero. That's terrifying. Yeah. Let that sink in. That would mean no babies, no reproduction, no more humans. Forgive me Whoa. for asking, why isn't the UN calling an emergency meeting on this right now? <laughs> um, yeah. The chemicals to blame for this are found in everything. From plastic what? containers and food wrapping to waterproof clothes and fragrances and cleaning products. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Nope, to soaps and shampoos. This is why. This is why. Because it would destroy someone's stupid business yep. to do things cleanly. Yep. To electronics and carpeting. Uh, some of wow. them, called PFAs, are known as forever, forever chemicals because they don't break down in the environment or the human body. They just accumulate and accumulate, doing more and more damage minute by minute, hour by hour, Day by day. Now, it seems, humanity is reaching a breaking point. Well, that's really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Swan's book is staggering in its findings. In some parts of the world, the average 20-something woman today is less fertile than her grandmother was at 35. Wow, um, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, Swan finds that, on average, a man today will have half of the sperm his grandfather had. Um, the current state of reproductive affairs can't continue much longer without threatening human survival. It's a global... Yeah, and people are looking to, like, go relocate to Mars. We're, yeah. We won't survive as a species to make it to Mars if we don't address this. Yeah. That's upsetting. Super I'm gonna upsetting. go back to sleep now. <laughs> I literally can't do anything about it. <laughs> oh, um, my God. It's a global existential crisis. That's not hyperbole. It's just science. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> these chemicals are also um, shrinking penis size and volume of the testes. And, um... Sorry. I can't help but snort when you no. say shrinking penis size. I... <laughs> it's funny coming out of my mouth, isn't it? It's it, Well, it's just funny. <laughs> it is funny. Um, <laughs> oh, God. In the United States, a scientific study found um, this chemical exposure widespread in infants and that the chemicals were found in the urine of babies who came into contact with baby shampoos, lotions, and powders. Still, aggressive regulation is lacking, not least because of lobbying by chemical industry giants. And let me just say this, we should cancel lobbying. Lobbying mm -hmm. is a huge problem, and it should be done away with. You should not be allowed to be a lobbyist. 
You can go straight to hell if you're a lobbyist, by the way. <laughs> can you can you tell me what that is again, please? <laughs> okay. Let, let me get you let me get you a good old definition from Google here. What the fuck is okay. this? Well, where did it go? Okay. My phone is doing a bunch of weird things. Okay. A person who takes part in an organized attempt to influence legislators. Oh, that. Yes. Yes, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should not be allowed. No, it should not. That should 100% be illegal, yeah. actually. That's one of the biggest issues with our society right now. Yep. It is the reason why alcohol is legal and weed is not. Um, yep. Yep. It's also probably the reason I can't get a wine subscription because I live in fucking Kentucky. Yep. Um, Mom said something about it one time and she was like, oh yeah, it's partially to do with like the bourbon industry in Kentucky. I'm like, okay, well me having a wine subscription is not affecting the bourbon sales in Kentucky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I promise my husband will continue to buy bourbon if you would (laughs) let me purchase wine. Yeah. Stupid. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Uh, in the U.S. today, you can't eat the deer meat caught in Oscada, Michigan. As the health department there issued a do not eat advisory for deer caught near the former Air Force Base because of staggeringly high PFOS levels in the muscle of one deer. Oh, Lord. Yeah. It, this shit is in our food. Um... And just the other week, hundreds of residents who live near Luke Air Force Base in Arizona were advised not to drink their water when tests detected high levels of toxic chemicals. Um, (sighs) Scientists have found these substances in the blood of nearly all the people they tested in the United States. Um... It's found in fish... That's great. That's really great. I'm really glad that no one has any forethought to how things affect things in the future. Mm-hmm. It's also found in I birds. hope that the person who invented plastic rots in their grave a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, I get that it's, like, necessary, but also, like, it sucks that this is the result. Yeah. Well, probably at the time they didn't know it was going to be so over. No, that's true. That's true. I don't think anyone invents anything with the intention that it's going to destroy the species. I mean, maybe an atomic bomb. Yeah, well, yeah, that. (laughs) Um, Honest people, I should say. Yeah. I mean, when Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, he didn't know that they were going to use that shit to charge people more for electricity and i don't i don't know i don't know where i'm going yeah with that, he but. did but edison's an asshole it, yeah. let's not let's not pull on the edison thread he didn't invent the light bulb either he took credit for other people's work okay well um, we'll, we'll do we'll i'll just... do a cookie news on him sometime he's an he's a dick let's continue let's not bring edison in okay <laughs> we'll just ruin everything <laughs> we'll yeah ruin every illusion that i ever had i don't oh, know yeah um I would not make something that would destroy the species. 
as a person, I would not do that. And I would like to think that a lot of other people wouldn't either. Which is probably why we're not inventing things. But, you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, and then we're just, we're going to end with this because we have to get something kind of light. Um, <laughs> this is from liveandletsfly.com. And it was by Matthew Clint. It was published Mar- March 13th, 2021. Um, man faces stiff prison sentence after urinating on his seat during Alaska Airlines flight. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he peed his pants and he's going to prison? Well, there's more to it than that. But that Oh, okay. Was, that was the headline. Also, I had to, to giggle because you said stiff prison sentences and we were just talking about penises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it all circles back. Um, oh, yeah, it's all connected. Yeah. I guess he did pee, so penises were involved. Yeah. <laughs> a Colorado <laughs> man faces up to 20 years in jail and a $250,000 fine after oh refusing God. to wear a mask, then standing up uh, and urinating on board an Alaska Airlines flight. Yeah, that shit. Oh, okay. He can eat shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a federal offense if you don't wear your mask on a plane now. Good. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the amount of announcements that I heard about that when I was at the airport was insane. <laughs> like, wow. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Police in the Federal Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> That's when like, he gets to prison and all the guys are like, oh, so was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <laughs> your mask. Just wear it. It's not that hard. Just wear your mask. Wow. Not the thing to take a stand on. No. Uh, But his brain is also apparently not fully developed. uh, Because police in the Federal Bureau of Investigation were waiting for Landon Greer, 24, when his Alaska Airlines flight from Seattle to Denver arrived in Colorado. According to an FBI affidavit... Greer admitted to having several beers and a couple of shots before boarding his flight. Wow, so he's a total idiot, mm-hmm. and he's just thrown it, like, half his life away. Yeah. He claims that the only thing he remembered was that he fell asleep, but was later shaken awake and yelled at by the flight attendants who told him he was peeing. <coughs> the- oh my god. <laughs> I-, I gotta give so it to him. So he got hammered and then got on a plane? Yeah. So hammered that he peed himself? Yep. That's real hammered. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give it to some flight attendants, though. They are ready to fight. I mean... Yeah, they are. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I mean, the... The tagline of any airline should be fight or flight. Because, like... Yeah. <laughs> they will fight you. It's really That's funny. hilarious. Yeah. This mom... She was on one of the planes that I was on, and she had three kids, and she was making sure that everybody knew she had three kids, and she was, she apparently was such a dumbass that she didn't book the seats right next to each next other to each for other? her, for her and her children. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And she was holding everybody up, trying to get this guy to like switch seats with her, and like, she screamed at a flight attendant. Because a flight attendant got on the um, intercom and was like, 
hey, once you get on the plane, you need to get in and you need to sit down because it is very cold. People are trying to get on the plane and we have to make sure that everybody's six feet apart. We really need you to just get in and sit down. Well, that and you're going to delay their fl- their takeoff. Yeah, like, and, and there are connecting... There's a schedule to adhere yeah, to. and there are connecting flights. Like, you are not the only person that exists. And if you right. can't handle three children on a flight, you shouldn't have brought your three children on the flight. You shouldn't have had three children if you can't handle oh, it. Sorry. God. Oh. I-, I know this might piss a lot of people also, off. Also, don't ever... Like, like, don't ever yell at a flight attendant. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 their, their, their jobs are hard and they are not paid enough. Yeah. But, like, also, just because you're a mom and you didn't plan well doesn't mean you get special treatment and you get to hold everyone else up. Sorry. Oh, that's true. 100%. I agree. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, As a mom, I agree. <laughs> Greer was gently awakened several times and instructed to put on a mask as required by federal mandate. Uh, first, he swatted away flight attendants, but as they persisted, he became agitated and struck one. He then stood <gasps> up and urinated at his seat, though it isn't clear if he removed his trousers first. I think oh he would God. also get public indecency if he did. Um, yeah. Yeah, they would stack that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But yeah, that oh, happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> so his life is over. Yep. That's great. Totally Good over. job, buddy. This is the hill you want to die on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. Oh, Lord. Well, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's take a short break. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about curses. Okay. Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're not going to do all of these because it's a Ranker article, so there's nine of them, but we're going to talk about a couple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is an article from Ranker called Nine Timeless Ancient Curses to Use Against Your Enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so this is written by Melissa Sartor, uh, published March 11th of this year, 2021. The year of our Lord, 2021. So, mm-hmm. are you ready? Yes. <laughs> All right, let me read the introduction real quick before we dive into these. So, ancient cultures used curses to invoke deities to bring punishment upon enemies, enemies, no, enemies, to <laughs> expose and to express dissatisfaction with someone or something. Curses were written on tablets made of thin pieces of metal that were then folded or rolled. After that, the cursed tablets were buried, placed into a well or a pool, or even hung on the wall of a temple. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I love it. Extent, right? Extant curse tablets reveal a lot about ancient peoples. Everything from their concerns and hopes to the style of language they used. Numerous curse tablets have been located at the Roman baths to the goddess (laughs) Sulis, Sulis Minerva, in Bath, England, with additional finds in Greece and other areas throughout the Mediterranean. While many of the ancient curses used by the Greeks... uh, used by Greeks, Romans, and the like, may not apply to the modern world directly, many useful ancient curses can be applied to contemporary situations. (laughs) Did someone steal from you? There's a curse for that. A rival stressing you out? There's a curse for that, too. As it turns out, cursing one's adversaries is pretty timeless. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. 
Okay, so real quick tidbit about Bath, England. It's a place where like the Romans had settled and put in a bunch of Roman baths, and there's like ruins of them there that you can go to. It's oh, nice. like really cool. I don't know if it's actually ruins or not, but I know you can still go and like have a bath, like a Roman bath or whatever. I don't know. It's really cool. Mom's been there once. Nice. She said it was really neat. Um, okay, that's definitely on my my list. So. Uh, oh, God. This is so disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Nothing but worms, cancer, and maggots to whoever stole my stuff. <laughs> the curse. The human who stole Vario's cloak or his things, who deprived him of his property, may he be bereft of his mind and memory, be it a woman or those who deprived Vario of his property. May the worms or cancer... May the worms, cancer, and maggots penetrate his hands, head, feet, as well as his limbs and marrows. Icky. (laughs) I don't like it. Here's the context. Here's the context. It says, calling out a human specifically, just in case, for the theft of Vario's possessions was serious enough to prompt a request for extreme physical harm. (laughs) The curse tablet found in Germany is especially harsh. It can be used pretty much whenever, (laughs) quote, give me back my stuff doesn't get the job done. (laughs) Me. All right, number two. May your innards, limbs, and marrow be torn up and burned. (laughs) This one's really long. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. These are ones that you can whisper at people when you're at work, okay? Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to use a few. Yes. Right? The curse. (laughs) Dispater. Divine... Prosperpina? Proserpina? Ogre's dogs, infernal burners, destroyers of bones, larvae, furies, manai, manai, nocturnal birds, harpies, oh god, (laughs) ortigai, virga chimera? (laughs) There's so many. Chimera. Yeah, chimera, chimera, yes. Virga, chimera. Gurion, Siren, Circe, Giant, Sphinx, to you he prays and implores, to you he begs, powers of the gods of the underworld who have mentioned, who have been mentioned above, that you, Dispater, knock down that, nope, Cecilia Primer, Prima? (laughs) <laughs> sure or that or any other name she has and that you assail her with bad pains and take her away with you suck the blood from her veins tear up the body and living breath of that cecilia prima devour the liver of that cecilia prima her her lungs her heart with its veins her innards her limbs her marrow may you tear them to pieces may you pull out the eyes of that cecilia prima and may you set fire to the eyes of that cecilia prima to her stomach heart lungs to her fat and to all other body parts of that cecilia prima may you set on fire burn to ashes so that she cannot live or be healthy wow (laughs) damn someone was real upset yes someone was real pissed um (laughs) this lengthy curse uh to proserpina the goddess of the underworld oh yeah uh and to into a host of other deities was found in rome it clearly directs a hefty amount of rage at cecilia prima (laughs) 
<laughs> Dated to the late first century AD, the curse was likely written by a man and targets a former love interest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It repeats cursing her heart and lungs, requesting more than once that everything be destroyed with fire. (laughs) Clearly, men don't handle rejection well. They don't. They really (laughs) don't. (laughs) But women are the emotional ones. Okay. Uh, This one's kind of long, too. This one's hilarious. Okay. Uh, here we go. I curse your sacred organ along with everything else. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. I give over to you the head of Plotius, his breast, liver, heart, and lungs, so that he may not be able to discover the source of his pain, his intestines, stomach, navel, and sides, so that he may not be able to sleep, his shoulder blades, so that he may not be able to sleep soundly, his sacred organ... I think penis, <laughs> so that he may not be able to urinate. Yep. His rump, anus, thighs, knees, shanks, shins, feet, ankles, heels, toes, and toenails, so that he may not be able to stand by his own strength. <laughs> no matter what he may have written, great or small, just as he has written a proper spell and commissioned it against me, so I, so I hand over and consign Plotius to you, so that you may make, so that you may take care of him by the month of February. This one has a <laughs> deadline. Let him, let him perish miserably. Let him leave, leave life miserably. Let him be destroyed miserably. Take care of him so that he may not see another month. <laughs> I love this bitch. She was not having any of his shit. None. So we actually... Uh, here we go. Okay, so the target of this curse, Plotius, was a slave of Ivania, and someone whose insides and outsides were listed listed off as needing destruction. Written to Prosper Salvia, the goddess of the underworld, the curse... um, The curse runs head to toe in its articulation of body parts and identifies the ideal outcomes of each torment. It also seems to be in response to a curse levied at the author, (laughs) indicating a romantic relationship gone very, very wrong. Very wrong. Yes. All right, this will be the last one. You ready? Yeah. We we might come back for the the rest of these next week because these are fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, I command every part of you to decay and hell. (laughs) Here we go. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. I beg you, holy angels and demons. Demons with an A-E, which is really fun. Demons. It's a fun spelling. Demons. Demons. Yes. It's me, your boy. Just like the... Yes. (laughs) Just like this soul is enclosed inside, imprisoned, and sees no light, and has no recreation... So may the soul, mind, and body of Collecticus, whom Agnella bore, be equally enclosed. May he burn and fall into decay. They brought his mom into it. (laughs) They did. They did. Lead Collecticus, whom Agnella bore, all the way to hell. All right. So as a curse from the 4th or 5th century CE, does that mean BC? I never remember. Yeah. Okay. Wow, so this one's real. No, current era, sorry. Go oh, current era. Okay, so this is the 5th century in the year of our Lord. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Whew. 
<laughs> this is somewhat non-specific curse. Yeah. Um, when it could be a part of a, it could be part of some love triangle or other rivalry. Yeah. It was found in Rome, thought to have been placed in a grave, and really leaves nothing to chance in terms of everything about the target to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Did did yeah, I, I tell we'll you? We'll come back for these next week because these are really fun. I um, my mom's and I oven that went out this week, mm-hmm. and we texted our landlord and he did not respond. So oh no! So we told his mother yesterday. <laughs> <gasps> did you for real? That's yeah, amazing. We for real told his mother yesterday. So <laughs> we can't feed ourselves. <laughs> You're gonna have to come fix something. Yeah. So, oh my god, yeah, that's amazing. We should have something done about that this week because <laughs> he's very close All with right. his mother. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely come back for the rest of these next week. That was really fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a great way to turn the uh, turn the frown upside down there. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We love you. Please stay safe and remember. You are not a monster. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout-out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carrieandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.